Yeah, sweet. Okay, don't think I need to check the levels again, but... Should we look at the... No. <laughs> okay. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Daniel Villa. And I'm Devin DeLeon. And this is a podcast called That's How I See It. Uh, we're going to be covering a range of topics, I guess, um, throughout the show. Devin's going to be on. Um, I have some other friends that I'm sure would love to just sit here and talk to me for 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, I, the reason I feel like I should talk about... I feel like I should talk about like the reason I'm doing this podcast. I feel like I don't talk enough. I feel like when I have ideas, I kind of just either write them down or just internalize them and then just like never talk about them to anyone. And I have a feeling it's just because like the way I was brought up, it's like we just didn't really talk to each other about like the big things, like the bigger things in life. So we didn't really talk about relationships or we didn't really talk about like what knowledge meant or I don't know, those things that make people yawn i guess when you like really get deep into them you saw the world black and white not gray um well no i think i saw the world in color and everybody else around me didn't want to see okay makes sense yeah that's how it usually is with most families yeah institutions um okay so the f- our first topic and i'm like looking at my phone so people who are actually watching the podcast on youtube are going to see me looking at my phone um there was an issue with a couple that, that we know. <laughs> and I think for us both personally, like relationships that we've had, um, we've both had a struggle of, you know, trying to figure out what to focus on when it comes to relationships and especially when um, there are problems in the relationship. Because when two people start fighting, it's because those two people are focusing on the bad parts of the relationship instead of focusing on the good parts. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? So I can, I can rebuttal. I feel like I'd do better if you started talking about it. You got it. I got it. Yeah. I mean, well, I think also when you're in a relationship, you take advantage of all of the good things. Like you don't see them. All you see is the bad, the negatives. Yeah, it's because I think those are the things that you remember mm-hmm. the most because yeah. like you remember the hurt that you go through because of those things. You're so numb to like the good things. Yeah. The right. day-to-day things that easy to overlook. Yeah, and it, it it basically just like it cancels out and to like to men and women like alike the hurt matters more than the good. And I, I think yeah, that's just like definitely. very common in human nature just to like focus more on what actually brings you down. And I don't mm-hmm. think, I think that's a kind of defeatist attitude in a relationship, but how do you, how would you talk to like a new relationship? Like, so you just started talking to someone, you found them on Tinder and oh, you're just like, no. <laughs> you found them on Tinder, you found them on Bumble and you're just like com- Christian mingle, Christian. mingle. Uh, you're just like, you're completely matched up. Um, how do you like explain I mean, do you wait for your first fight to talk about something like this? Like, we're not going to focus on the bad. Like this, I feel like that's such a weird thing to bring up in the it beginning is. of a relationship. Like, how do you how do you tell them like like right away? Like, I'm not going to look at the bad things, like because I know what it's going to do to to the relationship if I just focus on the bad things. So yeah, I'm you, like, you can't start with like by building bad habits yeah. right off the bat. So, um, I guess just try to. And something that comes to mind is when I was at UT, I had this really good friend uh, named Damien, Damien Silvas, if you're listening to this, cool. 
<laughs> um, he told me that he had a mentor and the mentor suggested that he and his fiance at the time, they're now married, um, only talk like once a week. No, 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 no. Like not, not, like not talk like the first time they say hello for the entire week. But I mean, like a serious talk where you're talking about the, like the problems that you've had during the week. Mm-hmm. You talk about mm-hmm. it like once. Like, so every week. Yeah. So you wait. Wait till the Sunday night. Yeah. And I think what, like, what it's supposed to do is that you start, you start thinking about what really matters. Cause like maybe you limit the time during that talk and it's like, we're only going to talk for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to weed out the problems that really mattered to you during the week. Like you have to focus on the one thing that upsets you or like even at the end of the week and it's like, it's ready for a talk and it's like, I don't know what to talk about anymore. And I think that just shows you like fighting at every instance of like something bad happening. Like, did you just look at her? And then you go on for like an hour, like, yeah. like talking about that one thing that just happened. But if like it happens and you know, you have this system where you only talk like negatively once a week to each other. Right. right. You're like, you see him do it or like you see her like look at some like super hot dude. And it's like, I I'm hurt by this, but I'm like, you go yeah, through you her, to, you go through her search history on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of have, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You go through it so that way you have your facts before you go into the talk. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Um, secondary sources, yeah, uh, primary your, sources. You have an entire like essay planned. Yeah, out, eleven pages, eleven pages at least to you have. Got a talk your outline about. going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think something like that would take away from like the actual fights, and it would help you. Maybe not focus on the good things, but focus less on the bad things. And maybe during the week you'd like, I don't know. Do you think it would help you pay less attention to the bad things? Or would, think or they would, would you personally, you'd, they'd, they'd hold up more? I don't know. Okay. So like, say like you like. I'd say the small things would be let go easy. Yeah. Do you think the big things would build up all week? I don't know. I feel, I mean, I feel like honestly, if like a situation is big enough. Like you fear that your significant other is cheating on mm. you. I think you can bring then that like up you right can away. bring that up right away. Like, yeah. are you cheating on me? Like, don't wait mm. for like, like it happens on like the day after you talk, and it's like, well, now I gotta wait six days yeah. to talk to you about this one. But oh boy, you're gonna get it when it when it's there. <laughs> Sleeping on the couch that night. <laughs> I think that's like I don't know. I think that's like one instance where that that system wouldn't work because it's like oh, it's a pretty serious yeah serious instance. But if it's not something like that, I think it's totally, it's totally fine. I think you're right. There's so many meaningless fights in a relationship that lead to, I don't know, just crap. (laughs) Yeah. Do do you think, do you think that something like this, like that idea of like only thinking about it once a week would help in like real settings? What I mean, real, real settings, I mean like the real world. I think it's. A good idea. I don't know if it'll work. Like for your, like for yourself personally, because there's a lot of negative people, and I think like even myself, like I'm a victim of it. Negativity. Like a, yeah, I think I'm. I don't think I'm like a negative person, but a lot of things I do see pessimistically. True. And I'm pretty sure I we'll talk. That. We'll talk about my feelings toward procreation <laughs> in a later episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, we probably yeah. should have talked about that. Yeah, right we should have. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. I think personally it would help me just because of like the way I tend to see the world. Right. Because I, I, I don't think 
we can talk about this right now. I think this is a good transition into it. Let's go. And the fact that I talked about the transition doesn't help. But <laughs> um, Devin and I have, have this like constant thing where we talk about the fact that I don't believe in altruism. And if you don't know what altruism is, altruism is basically thinking that there is a true good deed, right? Right. Or like non-selfish. Yeah. So it's unadulterated good. Yeah. Basically, when you do something nice for someone, like, and there's nothing else behind it. Yeah. But I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Because even something as little as like, oh, I'm going to hold this door open for someone. I would personally get a good feeling from that. Yeah, I understand that. But, I mean, and I guess, I guess a counter argument is like, well, I guess it's kind of the same thing when, like, you give money to a bum. Yeah. Maybe it is out of, like, good karma. Is it ever out of just decency? Do you truly want to help them? Or is it, like... I mean, even when I truly want to help them, that feeling that you get, that, like, most gratitude, like, if you were to see mm-hmm. that guy smile, like, oh, thanks. Like, say you gave him, like, ten bucks. Right. Even just, like, one dollar. And some of them are just, like, so grateful mm-hmm. to get that one buck. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as that person smiles, I, like, I would definitely smile. And then, like, that person smiling would make my day. But, I don't know. Maybe that's just human decency, not it's altruism. Not... Okay, but now that's, like, a totally different uh, subject. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, altruism, fine. I don't, like, I think... I don't think altruism necessarily exists. So I think I, I see where you're coming from. I, I think the way I've described it before too, is like to have a truly altruistic act would be to serve only pain to yourself for the other person to have good. Like Jesus, like Jesus. I was going to say that, but I was like, let's not be that podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't go there, but we won't go there. Um, but I mean, it, that's like a okay example is like the fact that, he, uh, but even at that, like he gets something like Jesus got something out of it. What did Jesus get? Well, if you th- like you think about it in this context, he got an entire kingdom. That's like, true. The point was like, had he not like died for people's sins, mm-hmm. he Christianity wouldn't have existed because there would like true in, in, the, in like Christ, in Christian terms, death would win, would have won. But because he like came back to life, life, life overall wins. Right. Humanity. So he got that. Like, yeah, he went through all that pain, but in the end of it, it's like, this is worth it. And that feeling of this is worth it. That like, even, even that at the very end, like in through the entire time of pain, it could be like altruistic, altruistic, altruistic. And then boom, that last bit of like worth it. No, that ruins altruism. I think. I guess. I, you have I to guess. think of it like that. And so, like, this is, like, I don't think it's a pessimistic way to live. I don't know. Do you think that's... It's negative. I will give you that. But it's not pessimistic. Because I do believe that people can... Be good? I don't know. Like, good and decent are such hard words to call people. Just because everybody in their own way is selfish. Oh, yeah. Because there's no such thing as altruism to me. But people, like some people are nicer than other people. I will give, I will give that. I, I hate to say that you've, you swing me on this. I'm, I used to believe fully in altruism. I used to think I was altruistic. <laughs> you've only spent but, like, what, six months with me? And uh, you've yeah. like changed your entire worldview. I, I mean, I didn't change my entire worldview. But 
I okay. I think there are times I thought I was being altruistic, but maybe I was being a little selfish. Can you name one of those times? I don't know. You see a pretty woman coming behind you and you open the door. And of course, you're going to hold it open for her. Yeah, of course. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I, I'll hold the door for anybody. But, like, I yeah, definitely do you, feel okay, better let me ask about myself. Let me ask something. When you opened that door for the pretty woman, let me ask you something. Uh, did you look at the booty? Uh, let I me ask something. Know. Did you? You did. I don't know. You, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> you, cannot, you definitely looked at the booty. No, I don't, I don't think I always. So you got something no, out of it. <laughs> That's the, that's the I can't point. say that I did. You can't. I can neither confirm. Or I deny. can neither confir- confirm nor deny. Oh my god! Good transition. <laughs> okay, so yesterday I, I went to jury duty. Oi! <laughs> like that sound effect with the T. Oi! The mic. Okay. Um, so yes, I went to jury duty yesterday, and I think it was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, to be do really tell. I've never been. Uh did okay. you feel altruistic being there, serving your, yeah. <laughs> serving your county, it's like, serving your public? There was like true pain. And the fact that I would have had to be on that thing, like that might be the only altruistic act is going on in front of a, like getting, landing on a jury because you're doing some good because you're serving the justice system and you're either serving the victim good or you're serving the defendant like, well, serving good. Oh man. Ooh, the verb, the grammar. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're either you're serving one of those people good, the defendant or the plaintiff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're serving one of them good and it takes time out of your day, it takes some out of your paycheck, and at the end of it, you're still like, not worth it. Never mind. I'd feel worth it if I that person did get served. Oh man. Never mind. Boo. Altruism still stinks. Uh, what happened though? Did did you get I didn't, I didn't I didn't did you just get sit called. there? What is so what, so what happened was like this? Okay, it was a Monday. So apparently Monday and Tuesdays are their biggest days. Um, so when I show up, we're in a big room. There's like over 600 people in this room. Like it's, it's almost like fire hazard, like kind of dangerous. So you get there, you sit in this big room with a whole bunch of people. And then some, some dude tries to, he, he started like trying to crack jokes, like to make this, like the situation better. But it's like just everybody an, just, just a fellow. Yeah. Juror. He just like he just wanted to get no not the fellow juror like oh, the person who was like running it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Who was like giving instructions and all that? Like he tried to make light of it, and everybody's just like, "We want to go home." Yeah, like let's speed this up. Yeah. Okay, so three like three court cases got called, each of them with like sixty something people on it, which means they were they were like all criminal cases, and then mine is called. I didn't think I was gonna get called. I was like, "What are the odds of me getting called for a case?" And so I get called, and without disclosing anything, oh, okay, no, I'm not even there yet. I get called. We go up to the second floor. They line us up like five times. It takes literally 30 minutes to get completely lined up in front of the actual like courtroom. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we're going to have to have you come back at 1.30. No. Yeah. And at this what time, point. What time was that? Like 12, 11? 11. Oy. So 11 to 12, 1. And then one thirty, so two and a half hours, like of, a lunch break. Yeah, and I got some work done. I went back to my car and edited some stuff, but it, that's good. <laughs> but I was still in my car, like wasting gas for two hours. Um, and so I go back at one thirty, and we line up again, and then they line. <laughs> we have like, okay, never mind. We're not going to be in this courtroom anymore. We're going to what's called impact court, and it's a room that should only fit like thirty people, but we fit sixty five. 
jurors Jeez. in there as well as the judge and all of the lawyers and stuff like that. That's chaos. It was, it was, it was really rough. Um, and so we're sitting in there and what was I saying? <laughs> okay. So we're sitting in there and they start reading the case and without like disclosing too much cause the case hasn't even finished yet. Uh, it's a sexual offense like case. And personally I was like, I cannot do this case. Why? <laughs> well, like, I don't want to get that deep with people who listen to the podcast. Aye, aye, aye. But no, I like, I have personal experience with sexual assault and as well as people who are like really close to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is, this is my time to shine. I cannot do this case because I would, <laughs> I would be biased towards the, um, did you tell them that? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. No, I did. Cause like, would like, is there anybody who, uh, has been involved with sexual assault? And it's like, I raised my card and they were like, they, they asked you like, who, what? Yeah, they asked Men you, like, there? without, oh. like, they're like, without making you uncomfortable, like, please tell us why. And I was like, uh. So I was like, okay, I was a victim, and I know somebody who was a victim very close to me, so it bothers me just being in this room right now. Wow. And, and they were just like, oh, okay, thank you. And then later, they asked me again, um, not, well, not just me, they asked the whole room. I was like, okay, what do you guys think if the defendant doesn't, doesn't testify? And I'm just like, Whenever I hear that, I feel like this dude's guilty. I mean, how could they not be? Yeah, it's like you're afraid to slip up or say something different, and then just like that creates... If you plead the fifth or whatever, yeah. you're, it's pretty much saying you're guilty. Pretty much, because you don't want to like you don't want to incriminate yourself. Yeah, That's exactly. literally what the, what the law does. And do I think that the Fifth Amendment should be taken away? Eh, no, because I'd probably use it if it was... I always like to run a criminal, criminal case. Yeah, yeah. And so, but like they asked, like, would you hold a bias? Because of that. And I was like, yes, because I would automatically think he's guilty. True. And I actually told Truly. him, I actually told him, I was like, the truth, I was like, the truth is that each person has their own story and I wouldn't be able to get the closest thing to what would be considered the truth without everybody's story being told because that's the way stories work. Yeah, definitely. You that can't just sense. get, cause like what they were saying is like, they were only going to have the girl testify. And I was like, that's not even enough evidence. Like this is Truly. like, and I like, I didn't say this out loud to them. I was like, this is just hearsay. Mm-hmm. And like, while I would love, like, I, the, the thing is like, even after that, like no evidence, cause it's been several years since the actual thing, I still wouldn't, I'd, I would still bias towards the, the victim. Truly. Like no matter what. Same here. Oh no, we have like a minute left. Well, let's wrap it up. <sighs> let's wrap things up. Uh, let's do a recap of the whole, uh, the whole podcast here. One, if in, in general, in life and in your relationships, do what you can to focus on the good. Always. The world, like the, the, the truth is like the world sucks and that's, that's, like, that's a real thing. But focusing on the good instead of the bad will help make your life a little bit easier. And Absolutely. while the bad is still important because it teaches you things and it teaches you hurt and like you react to things differently and it, it helps you grow. But focusing on those things makes for a sad life. I went to jury duty. It stunk. Uh, there's no such thing as an altruistic act. Even serving your government because you get something out of it. Uh, wow, that was a real downer. But I'll see you next time. A, I think that was a good, a good first episode. Uh, this has been... Um, what am I titling this again? That's how I see it. Yeah, this has been That's How I See It. I'm Daniel Villa, and that's Devin DeLeon. Bye.